World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 20 minutes after 6, 21 minutes after 6, good morning. The Organization of Islamic Cooperation, which includes 57 nations, says its members must find ways to take appropriate action in cases where the Quran is being burnt in public. In Sweden and Denmark, there have been public protests in which people have publicly burnt the Muslim, the Islamic holy book. The Swedish Prime Minister, Elf Christensen, has claimed that the people who are doing this in his country are outsiders. In the latest incident, as I understand it, the two people who set a Quran alight in Sweden were actually from Iraq. Naim Jinnah is a senior researcher at the Mapungubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection. Naim, good morning and thank you for your time. Good morning. Thank you, Stephen. This is an incredibly emotional issue, um, incredibly distressing, I think, for millions of people, very offensive to burn a book like the Quran. What impact is it having on relations between Sweden and Denmark and the Islamic world? Well, relations have already started to kind of strain. A number of uh, Swedish ambassadors have been called in by many of the member states of the OIC. As you mentioned, um, in Iraq, I think the um, the ambassador had to, Swedish ambassador had to leave, um, and now the OIC's meeting on Monday has come out with this kind of strong statement uh, as 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 a warning that relations might worsen. Um, there's also um, the OIC has decided that it wants to take the matter to the to the United Nations, um, so so that might also happen. I think uh, uh, perhaps a bigger concern might be um, what happens if the kind of protests around these things go beyond the government and the state uh, to the street. Um, you know, we've seen previously when that kind of thing happened, uh, it can turn disaster. The Swedish prime minister claims outsiders to his country are doing this and that they are abusing Sweden's right to freedom of expression. What does he actually mean? I mean, who's actually doing this in Sweden and Denmark? Um, and I don't know how important this is, Naim, the identity of the people who do this. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- that second question, I think, is important. Uh, they Swedes uh, uh, that, that have been doing it, or Danes, in, in the case of Denmark. In the most recent uh, two or three incidents in Sweden, uh, two of the most prominent people involved were the two Iraqi men that you mentioned, um, one of whom apparently belongs to a, a kind of right-wing Christian militia group. Um, so, you know, what we're seeing, I think, is that there's a kind of right-wing agenda which has been rising in Europe for, for many years, uh, for decades, but in the past few years has really come into its own very strongly um, right wingers are winning elections, um, and these kind of groups are, are part of that. So uh, that, that kind of whole movement. So these two people, uh, it seems, are part of that kind of political tendency. Um, the fact that the Iraqi might be adding, you know, their own kind of political issues. In one of the protests, they burnt the Quran and then wiped the shoes with the Iraqi flag. Um, so there might be that kind of political thing. But it uh, seems that it might be a kind of uh, right-wing move in both these countries. Interesting thing, of course, is that um, Christensen, the, the Swedish prime minister, belongs to a kind of right-of-center political party that's in coalition with the right-wing political parties in Sweden. And so they have their own anti-immigrant uh, 
a kind of position. So it's uh, interesting how the kind of right-wing immigrants put in with the anti-immigrants of, of the right-wing. Politics can sometimes be quite confounding, <laughs> Naim. Um, these countries, so Sweden and Denmark, have a long history of freedom of expression. And to people in sort of Western Europe, uh, this is almost, um, it's, it's, it's one of the foundational beliefs of those countries that you have the right to say something that is offensive. These acts are having a huge impact, causing distress to millions of people. Um, Sweden and Denmark have had to increase security in certain installations, for example, border posts. Um, is this one of these moments where it looks almost, I mean, there's, there's Huntington's thesis of a clash of civilizations. I mean, there are lots of arguments against that. How do you assess how this is going to play out? I mean, the tension is, just seems at the moment is going to rise and rise. I, I wouldn't want to be in Christensen's shoes at the moment or, or in either of those governments. Uh, even if they are, uh, as in the Swedish case, kind of somewhat right-wing, um, this is a, a quite a huge dilemma. So how to deal with the issue uh, of, of uh, freedom of expression and then kind of compromising that freedom of expression is the dilemma that they face. Um, it seems to me from the statements both from the, the Swedish and uh, Danish prime minister's offices that they're looking at ways in which uh, the burning of or destruction of religious scripts might be uh, prevented or prohibited. Uh, e- even while not compromising the broader kind of freedom of expression positions they have. So that might be the way in which they go. Uh, perhaps, ironically, the fact that uh, the governments are more right-wing might assist uh, that happening. And if, if that does happen, I think it might diffuse the tensions uh, somewhat. Uh, but let me also make the point uh, that in, in many of these uh, European countries, um, these two, uh, the Netherlands, for example, they very jealously guard the freedom of expression, but it often is within certain limits. Um, and so it is not entirely as free as they say. And up to recently, those limits were fine because the, the kind of broader framework was within which everyone operated. Um, when it goes beyond that, then it becomes uh, a bit problematic. I mean, wh- one example uh, is... Um, and of course, you know, we, we say that the issue about freedom of expression is that it, it's, the right to, uh, it's the right to offend people. So one example is that in many European countries, uh, Holocaust denial is, uh, is illegal, uh, even as they uphold the notion of freedom of expression. Naeem Gina, thank you very much indeed. So much to talk about. Senior researcher at the Mapam Gubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection, 28 minutes after six.